Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Finn Tobias. We recorded this a few weeks ago in Port Townsend, Washington. Just a couple quick announcements before we get started. I taught an A-Tunes Up the Neck banjo workshop last week, and it went really well, and I've gotten requests to teach a sequel. So on Sunday, August 20th, at 5 p.m. Pacific, I'll be teaching a D-Tunes Up the Neck banjo workshop via Discord. You can sign up now at camerondewitt.com store, which I linked in the show notes. Get Up in the Cool is listener-supported. You can support the podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool, which is also linked in the show notes. Shout out to Get Up in the Cool's newest supporters, Sarah Lutz, Melissa Takish, Anton Costa, Dane George, Michael Beatty, and Jed Mitchell. Hope I pronounced all your names right. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Stick around afterwards to hear how to keep up with this week's guest. But first, here's my interview and jam with Finn Tobias. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Cool. Finn, Tobias, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you for having me, Cameron. Yeah, thanks for saying yes to doing this last minute. Of That's course. Great. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's really awesome that you're out here doing this and cataloging, you know, the people of old time and, <laughs> and their tunes. So. I met you last May, I believe, unless we met before, but I think I met you last May yeah. in Bellingham. In Bellingham, yes. Uh, at, what is the name of that? Venue. Boundary Bay. Boundary yeah. Bay. Boundary Bay. Brewery. Brewery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and because your group, Virginia Rail, mm-hmm. uh, opened for Tall Poppy Stream Band. Yes. And yes, um, the, the, the like food and drink situation was like uh-huh. a, little, a little complex where it was like, it was an outdoor show uh-huh. and like I wanted to get like liquor and like I wanted to like eat food. <laughs> the, way it all wor- the way it all worked out, basically I was like... I'm just not going to eat because I need, I saw your first tune uh-huh. and, I, and I was like, this is awesome. Oh, cool. I'm not going to eat. Whoa, <laughs> There's whoa. no time to do this because I'd have to miss most of you this. Chose, you chose, you chose also for yeah. food. Yeah. Wow. Which, and I really like food. <laughs> so. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Wow. I understand. So. <laughs> Compliments. Received. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I, uh, I just, um, drank, uh, whiskey on an empty stomach watch your show and then do, and then do our set and I did my best. Nice. You guys are great. I enjoyed watching you. I love your record. Thanks. Also, I have it in my car. Still all the time. Um, yeah, I remember that being very cold, very cold. It was really show. cold. And yeah, I remember them. they kept bringing me like tea so I could like warm my hands on the tea. Yeah, it was maybe an ill-advised outdoor show for Bellingham at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess that was in May, so yeah. cold. So you play old time tunes. I old-time I, I guess I do, yeah. yeah. But my impression is that your main focus is playing bluegrass guitar. Yeah. I I mostly play bluegrass guitar. I love old time tunes. I have a friend, her name's Kathy Barwick. She's from Sacramento. And she kinda got me into playing like old time tunes, but you know, the bluegrass style where we trade and stuff. Yeah. And it's really fun. I like to play them very slowly and kind of like, you know, you know, because a lot of bluegrass is like fast, like, you know, right? Uh-huh. Um, but I love playing them like nice and slow and just, there's, there's so, there's so, there's really so many like arrangements you can do with the guitar and stuff. And I, I just, um, Really, really enjoy like improvising over those ideas. Yeah, like, what, what's tunes, what's so. different about playing old time tunes uh, slowly on a guitar than playing like bluegrass tunes, instrumental tunes slowly on a guitar? I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's much difference for me. I just uh, it's just more tunes. It's like you know, I feel like there's the bluegrass tunes. There's like the standard bluegrass tunes, right? That like everyone plays, like Salt Creek and right. Fork Deer, Fork and Deer, and um, the canon is larger. And yeah, yeah, and all the Bill Monroe tunes, and there's but like, but like not a whole lot of bluegrass musicians know more than like thirty tunes or whatever. Yeah, but I think like it's so cool to like break into like bluegrass and. Or break into old time from bluegrass and like Irish and like learn swing tunes. I I think that's you know it's music. It's all music, right? So having a good time. When did you start playing the guitar? 
Uh, I started when I was like 10, I think. Yeah, wow. Um, uh, there was an after-school guitar club at my at my school. Guitar club. Yeah, and I I had my Stratocaster, my little mini amp, and I I was like. I used to teach classes like. Really? Yeah. That was oh, my cool. Old job. Yeah, I was all like, guitar club oh, classes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I I know those little amps. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was awesome, and I'm I'm so still. I don't know if there was a teacher who and in, in my sixth grade teacher did it. His name is Mr. Martin, and he was. I hope he's still doing it because that's like such an awesome, like, free resource that like public schools like don't really offer if you don't go, you know. So yeah, that's really great because there's not really, there aren't that many situations where you can like play school band instruments, yeah, like as an adult or like out in the wild, <laughs> yeah, or, like socially, yeah. yeah that's uh, true. But the guitar, there's a lot of things you can do with it. Yes. Uh, and I feel like, yeah, for me growing up, it was like, well, you can play the flute <laughs> to learn like, you know, military music basically, oh. you know, and it's like, uh, well, that's, I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with the flute. I, I'm, I'm into it, but it's like hard to like transfer that into. Yes. Yeah. Like starting a band with your friends. Yeah, I, the flute is would be it would be a little tricky doing that. It was, it was sousaphone for me. That's really? Yeah. You played the sousaphone? I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you still play the sousaphone? No, I should. Because now I know it's cool, and that there are cool bands that have sousaphone. Yeah, but definitely. Not when I was growing up. Okay, you're the nerdy sousaphone yeah. guy <laughs> yeah. in the back. Making fart noises on the sousaphone. Yeah, yeah, by default. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I was I actually played trumpet for a year in oh, school band, so I know all about the fart noises yeah. and you know, all the crazy stuff you can do with the trumpet. Um, so yeah, you but, started this guitar class when you were ten. Yeah. And con- continued on. I mean, yeah, it was like it actually wasn't after school, it was just at lunch. So, you know, everyone would go at lunch on Fridays and like we'd learn a song. Like we I remember learning Layla. And like back in black, and um, it, it was awesome. And then I started taking lessons and stuff, and like I don't know, just general guitar lessons from this dude in Sac. Um, I'm from Sacramento, by the way. Um, do people really call call it that? I call it Sac. Yeah. Do other people call it that, or just you? I think everyone, uh, yeah, everyone calls it Sac. Um, and, yeah, good, good. And good. if you ever go to Sac, you should make sure to visit Old Sac. Old, okay, yeah, good. Old Sac. Um, there's lots of cool, like, the historic buildings. district. Yeah, yeah. Old Sac. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I started taking guitar lessons and um, wasn't, like, really that into it. I was playing, like, Led Zeppelin and stuff in, like, middle school. And then I got to high school and started playing jazz. And then I got a little more into it. Because um, I, I feel like I had like a community of people like in the jazz band in high school that I was friends with and really wanted to like impress and like I really wanted to practice and get good at jazz because um, you know it was cool because everyone in the jazz band like like jazz. Um, but that's cool that you had a school jazz band where everyone liked jazz. Yes, My, I was in the jazz band in high school, but I feel like people were just oh. Like, yeah, yeah, just, right. Just another, just, like, A, you know. Okay, like, you interesting. Know. Yeah. That's I, great. Yeah, I, everyone in my school loved jazz. I, we had, a like, a, a pretty um, 
good jazz program. Like they went to essentially Ellington and um, like did the Mingus Festival and stuff, and they they won it a couple times. I, not my year, but but in years past and uh, yeah, years before me and after me and stuff. Um, but yeah, so the, but my dad really liked bluegrass. My dad loved bluegrass, and he like I was been going to Grass Valley since I was like yeah. three, and um, and I never liked it until okay. I was like until I got to be like seventeen, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll play some songs with you. Like, so is your dad festival. pressuring you? Like, you're such a good guitarist, play. I don't think songs I like. With I you. never felt pressured, but but you know it's. I I would just go and hang out and like go play like my jazz, whatever in the you know by myself somewhere. But yeah, it wasn't until I was like seventeen, um, until I really like was like, okay, this is kind of fun. There's only three chords, which is kind of lame. I like I like a lot of chords because I'm a, you know I, I like jazz, but you know this is kind of fun. Um, and then, like, I started, like, really getting into it and um, kind of saw the community my dad had around that was kind of built around bluegrass. And, and you know, I started making friends. And then I was like, well, I, I, want to, I want to get good at bluegrass so I can make more friends and, like, um, have a community. I don't know if that's what I was thinking when I was 17, but, but that's kind of what I look back on it and, and, and see now. Um, so I started playing bluegrass. So yeah, it got sounds really like into it. Your partially your motivation is, oh, I already know a lot of these people. I already know this scene because I've been coming to these yeah. festivals with my dad, and I have I, the ability to do it. Uh huh. Yeah. So I might as well just. I I might as well. I yeah. might as well. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have the repertoire, really. I think is what it was. But yeah, my friend, my dad's friend Brian showed me the, the boom chuck. And, and and then the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's do another tune or song. Sure. Uh, speaking of bluegrass, let's do a bluegrass one. Okay, great. Uh, do you know Wheel Hoss? <laughs> I have played this, I think. Oh, yeah? I cool. Think, uh, um, G. G. Um, All right, yeah. ready when you are. I'll probably do it that fast, maybe a tiny bit faster.
this tune but i think it might have been with maddie whitler oh cool she was saying that there's a video of of him playing with a mandolin like super slung slung like super low and then apparently he like throws really his neck oh my gosh (laughs) like like slipknot holds it really well whoa (laughs) so i want to see that that sounds sick (laughs) yeah yeah good tune it is a good tune it's like all licks it's all licks it's all licks yeah um, yeah, there's that big section of just G in the B part, and it's kind of yeah. just like, nothing's really, really going on there. I, uh, I watched this video of, um, Andy Hatfield, who's a fantastic guitar player from Illinois, and he was like, it was like, ideas on wheelhouse. And there was this little tidbit in there that, um, I mean, if, when you listen to Bill Monroe, it's like, he's not really playing the melody notes to his own tunes. Sure, yeah. When he's playing, he's just kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, there. I guess there was this interview where someone asked um, Bill Monroe how he teaches um, his fiddle players how to play his tunes because he doesn't really play the melody of his tunes. Um, and he said, "Well, I uh, I want them to play every note." That's all he said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes teachers can be, I feel like, a little obtuse, unless what he means by every note is play every note that comes to mind. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can break the rules. Yeah, yeah, he can yeah. break the rules. That's pretty much the theme yeah. of the okay. Bone Row okay. of the Bone Row experience. Yeah. 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 Varying. His tunes ain't no part of nothing. No, it ain't great. no part of nothing. Great, great. No, yeehaw. Um, yeah, I, there was this other tidbit I learned um, on YouTube. Uh, I guess Kenny Baker um, quit the band, or had to quit the band, or was fired or something. Uh, he was like, but the reason he quit the band is because he asked Bill Monroe for a schedule. Um, of their next, you know, week of touring because yeah. Kenny Baker's brother was like dying or in the oh, hospital God. or something, and he asked Bill Monroe for the schedule, and then Bill Monroe was like, "I am not going to give you a schedule." And then Kenny Baker said, "You're either going to give me a schedule or I'm going to walk away from the band. I'm going to quit." And Bill Monroe did not give him a schedule, and Kenny <laughs> Baker quit the band. Cool. I guess he wasn't cool fired. He quit the there. band. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. Um, good for Kenny, honestly. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Toxic Dude's got an insane ego. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Bill Monroe is hilarious. Bill Monroe sounds hilarious, and maybe hilarious from afar. I would have loved to met Bill Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have just been a huge meme, that guy. Like, ironically, I think I would have really gotten along with him. Uh-huh. I would have, like, really enjoyed his company. Ironically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess people in my life like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I like you as long as I don't like have to depend on you for yeah. something. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I can kick at you. Okay. Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what else are we going to play? Well, let me look at my list. I made like a little list. We could do a singer. Do a yeah. singing one. Yeah, sing a song. Um, let's see. Do you have a tune Red Mountain Wine? I, yeah, I don't okay. think I've ever actually played it, and I've heard it. Okay, yeah, we can do that. The Red Mountain one. Okay, great. And I'm not putting a K4 on because it's CG. That genre of song is so uh, funny to me because it's 
not my lived experience, like having being able to <laughs> yeah, do that. Know, like, right? That dime used to go a little farther. I know. Bump <laughs> for like thirty bucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I mean, I wouldn't love it, but like, I probably wouldn't love it if I was doing it. But you know, the uh, the lifestyle of the wandering, like, uh, you know, musician, yeah. uh, freight hopping oh, yeah. guy. You know, it's. It seems a lot more taxing these days. It seems a lot more taxing these days. Um, But, you know, it's just, like, so badass. And, like, you're free. I mean, mean, not really, but, like... Oh, yeah. You're... Yeah. But, but, you know, it it sounds sounds cool. I was having this conversation with uh, W.B. Reed. Yes, of Uh, course. He's the the first person of his generation who I've heard say this. Uh Uh-huh. To some of my generation, which is, yeah, I think your generation has it really hard. Uh, when I was your age, I barely had to work. I would play like two shows a week and it was plenty for rent to get as drunk as I wanted. Wow. And I barely had to work and I had just a lot of time to just have a lot of fun and practice my instrument a lot. And I was like, thank you for saying wow. that. I feel like every, <laughs> your entire generation has been gaslighting me. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> thinking that I'm, like, not working hard enough. He's like, no, we had it super easy. Wow. And then when I was ready to, like, go get, you know, uh, a quote-unquote real job, uh, yeah. I just did. And yeah. that was easy, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I've, I've never... I mean... That's what that kind of song makes me think of. It's yeah, like, right. I would totally just be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so awesome. Yeah. Shout out to WB. Yeah. Yeah, I'm paying, playing like two shows a week and getting like 200 bucks for those two shows. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh, not even a quarter of my rent. Yeah. So, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I love that dude. He's, he's great. He's so great. Yeah. And he knows so many tunes and he plays every instrument super well. Have you seen his banjo guitar? No. Oh, it's so cool. It's like... It's like old. It looks like a banjo with a guitar neck, but he he plays it so well. He does the the, the exact the exact thing everyone wants on the banjo guitar. That's great. I feel like it's a little hard to to you have to play different stuff. Yeah. On that yes. on that instrument yes. than you would on the guitar. Yeah, you can't play guitar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta play uh, specifically to yes. make it sound good and not. Terrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know the banjo guitar is like an incredibly cringe instrument. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I think of like you know the rednecks and like. Oh, you with, with an the X. X. Yes. Yeah, the Swedish. Uh, yeah, banjo. yeah. I don't know yeah. if they actually had a banjo guitar, but like. But yeah, that's what I think that's of, right. and and like in the like Green Sky or Green Sky or Trampled by Turtles. That's okay. what I think of. But um. But yeah. If you if you have someone who's like self aware and knows yeah. you know and knows about old time music and how it's supposed to sound, it can be super cool. Same with like bones and spoons and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think Gahomes. Yeah, I just last night uh, there was a, an old time jam and there was a Cajon player. Oh. And cool. It was in the jam like, I don't know, hundred feet away. And uh, the home player knew what they were doing. It sounded yeah. awesome. Yeah, right. And the, yeah, I was really impressed. It totally, it's hard totally to can. Groove and keep it going. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, it's cool stuff. When you approach playing melodies mm-hmm. on the guitar, specifically like fiddle melodies, how do you differentiate mm-hmm. when you're playing in different traditions? What kinds of things do you have to change in order to like sink into? Like like when uh, you're when you're yeah. playing uh, in an old time jam here at mm-hmm. the old barn. What yeah. Do you, what do you do differently? Then if I'm at you a, know a bluegrass jam. Or oh, okay. Bluegrass jam. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think I basically play the same. I think I, I mean the tunes are different, obviously, but I, the way I play is the same. I just am not like. I'm not. I'm not trying to be the loudest one. Like in bluegrass, it's your time. You're the loudest one. Everyone's yeah. looking at you. Like that's that's your time to play loud and you know do your thing. But but in all time jam, it's like. You know, I just I'm just adding to the texture, basically. It's um, it's yeah. There's nothing I'm really doing differently. I'm just like adding another texture, a new texture to the thing, or you know, subtracting the texture of me playing chords and then adding this yeah. this other thing. In old time jams, I like I'm you know I'm not an old time player, but like I know a bunch of tunes, um, and I know the chords to a bunch of tunes, and I can get by. I can you know I can figure out the, the chords to tunes in an old time jam. Um, but like, I'm still, uh, like pretty, like, self-conscious about joining a jam or like, you know, what chords I'm playing, like, is that sure. the right chords? It does not matter. Is it all about the rhythm? And, you know, all, it's like, it's like the pyramid of like needs, right? You have uh-huh. like food and shelter uh-huh. at the top of the pyramid and at the bottom of the pyramid is like other stuff like learning and guitar and banjo and whatever you know um if i can find the chords and like not feel i'm too uncomfortable with the chords i'm playing then maybe i'll start throwing some bass runs and like then i'll you know start getting into the bass runs and then feeling good with the bass runs maybe then i'll try some like i don't know just like a different texture chord you know just like you're doing like a bar So I mean, I, that it's that is only if I'm very comfortable. Sure, <laughs> because people if, if can the get vibe seems if the vibe is if I'm not being vibed out. Or, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, uh, and then you know, I, I'll seldom actually like try to play a tune I don't know, um, like try to figure one out, mm-hmm. try to follow one uh, melody-wise on the guitar. But I'll uh, uh, if I know the tune, I'll, I'll play the melody once or twice through. Like, it doesn't really matter what jam about. But yeah, there's the pyramid for me. Yeah, for sure. the pyramid. Very good. Yeah, so <laughs> it seems pyramid. like it's it's less about specifically trying to change your technique, mm-hmm. but it's more about, like, reading the room. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I, like, I don't, I think there's so much, there's so much jam etiquette in, in yeah. bluegrass. Uh-huh. And, and it's so easy to, like, get to get vibed out in bluegrass uh-huh. for some reason um, for me and it, maybe it's all in the head actually I don't know but but I I don't know I, I'm very I'm a very anxious when I approach it at JAMA I, I can be very anxious so I'm thinking about all those things and I don't know yeah I, I appreciate that because like you know the worst version of that is people are sort of like vibing in bad faith yeah know? Vibing um, in bad faith. <laughs> but, you know, the best version of that is, like, you want to know 
what the group is here to do and what your role is in it is. Yeah. And you want everyone to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And to be glad that you're there. Yeah. Which I think is like exactly. a good attitude to have mm-hmm. in all sorts of different kinds of situations. Right. Which is, which is different than like, um, you know, maybe having, having a chip on one's shoulder and being like, everyone's surviving. Yeah, know? right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, because I feel like there's a, a good version of that. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. for sure. There, there also are just vibey individuals well, yeah. who will vibe you out. Yeah, but, but, but you'll get or to have know. a resting vibe face. Yeah, resting vibe face, exactly. <laughs> um, and but, but like a lot of time, you get to know the vibey individuals, and they're like, they're like once they know you, they're like they're chill with you. Yeah, I can think of a, any a, a couple of those. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I have a couple. Yeah, I something that's helped me with with those people who just like can't help. But like, it's just gonna mm-hmm. emanate from them. Is I've been I've I've started translating in my head. Mm-hmm. This is just an awkward person. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Actually, they're, they're awkward, and right. that's on them. You know? Right. As opposed to they're like powerful and like bullying me. You know. Yes. Like, yes. Covertly. Uh-huh. Just, oh, they're just awkward. Or else I wouldn't feel this way around them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, like it's not always the truth, but it helps me. Yeah, that's a really good way to think about things. Cause yeah, that's yeah. that's nice. Yeah. That's good. Oh, you made me feel awkward. Yeah, that that's not. I'm not the problem. Yeah, I know, right? Awkward. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but in terms of like playing, I I don't really. I mean, there's only a few ways you can make sound on the on the guitar, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, my friend who is a fiddle teacher, he says it's really, it's really hard to make like a bad note on the, like make a bad sound on the guitar. There are, there's like, you know, like you can do it, but it's, it's, it's like harder than say the fiddle where if you, if like you, the average person can pick up a guitar and go, right. And it's, it's nice. It's a machine. Yeah. Yeah. But you give them a fiddle and a bow and it's like the first time's like, yeah. You know, I don't know. No, I appreciate <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but yeah, it's, um, it's a pretty easy instrument to just, like, fit in with and, I don't know, play and just have a sound. I tell my students that all the time, you know, because, like, when they're starting to jam, they get, like, so nervous. Yeah, yeah. Understandably so, but I'm just like, look, you're playing the perfect instrument to mm-hmm. jump into a jam. Yeah. Like, it's literally tuned to the chord. That you need. You yes. Know, it's yeah, really, yeah. it's like, it it's, it's easy to make it, it's hard to make a bad sound and it's hard to make a, a rock note. Yes. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely do it on the banjo. I could make a wrong note pretty easily. But, uh, but yeah. Well, what's next? What are we going to do next? Oh, yeah. Um, we're G. Okay. Let's go to F. Good. You like F? I like F. Yeah. Um, so I was gonna play Chirps and Williams. Oh yeah. Um, that Bound to Ride, Peter Owen Bound to Ride, which is an F. That's a cool song. Um, and then Jeff Davis. Let's do Chirps and Williams. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Let's, do, let's just do this on old time. Yeah. Great. See what happens. Maybe I'll play some chords or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever happens. And then we'll happens. talk about your setup here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting setup. Yeah.
It's so sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> All right, so explain what's going on here. Okay, so on that your, tune wasn't that tune is an F. It's an F tune. Um, I have two shove capos on my neck. One capoing all of the first fret, and the other capoing uh, the A string, the D string, the G string, the B string, and the E string on the third fret. Okay. And leave that. That is leaving the the low E string uh-huh. capoed by the capo on the first fret. Yeah. yeah so it's a. So you're playing in D position. Basically, I'm playing out of D, um, and that this this kind of capo orientation gives me this nice drop yeah. kind of deal. But it's not dropped. You can play. I'm just playing a G, you know, right. a regular G chord with the okay. root there instead of you know having to play that crazy weird one with the right. So the drop. it has the sound of drop D. Except yeah. You don't have to do the same. You can just do standard. Right? You can just do standard everything. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's cool. pretty cool. Um, and I kind of learned this from uh, my friend Kathy Barwick, and, yeah. uh, who lives in California. Aforementioned. Um, yeah, um, but I don't. She didn't. She learned it from someone, and I've seen a, a, a couple of other people do it. It's not like a. It's not like a secret. Sure. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it makes for some really awesome sounds, especially uh, playing an F, and I use it for E a lot. And I guess you could do, if you moved everything up a little bit, you could do G. Oh, interesting. wild. I never tried that before. Yeah, yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. So we have time for one more, but before we do that, where do people go to follow your music making, to get your recorded stuff, see you live? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I play live shows very inconsistently, but, but you can... Follow me on Instagram for sure. You can friend me on Facebook. Um, you can. Uh, I actually do have an album out with my 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 now defunct band Virginia Rail. Okay. Just like up Virginia Rail. It's on Apple Music and okay. Spotify and all that good stuff. But yeah, I'm just a yeah. I'm out there. Cool. <laughs> I'll put all the links. In cool. All the oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. What should we do for our last song? Um, we can do this. Uh, this uh, it's, it's called Boundary. Actually, it's called uh, Honey Come On. Um, it's a Peter Rowan song. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, it's kind of kind of weird and funky and yeah. and cool and yeah. Again. Thanks for doing this, man. This is uh, so fun. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, I was I was just like I don't know. Does he want to interview me? I'm just like I'm gonna really play all time, but. Uh, Great. You seem to just enjoy music I and do. the yeah. people who play it, so that's yeah. really awesome. And I really appreciate all the work you do, um, just like you know, cataloging the characters of old time music, yeah. of traditional music. It's really fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Shall we? No, Honey, oh. come on. Honey, come on. Yeah, great. I think it's. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, let's do it.
Make sure to follow Finn Tobias on social media and listen to Virginia Rail's album, links in the show notes. Support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's linked in the show notes along with links to my banjo lessons, my old-time trio, Tall Poppy String Band, my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set, and my upcoming D-Tunes Up the Neck Banjo Workshop. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.